0: Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one. We are all engines running. Lookout, we have a lookout.
1: All right, welcome to the launch pad. I'm Aaron.
0: I am Matt,
1: and this is your pulp culture countdown. Today, we are talking about. Bad origin stories. Last episode, we talked about the awesome ones, the sweet ones, the ones you might not have heard of, the ones that we thought were rad. We came up with our top three, which was Spider-Man, Spawn and Doomsday. Today, we're talking about the ones that make no sense. Why did you do that? What is that supposed to mean? (laughs) What were you thinking? We're going to count it down for you. We're going to discuss it. We're going to argue it. We're going to have some fun. All right. Launch sequence initiated. (laughs) Who are we talking about first?
0: Let's go back a little bit. Let's okay. talk. Uh, I'm going to start talking about Thor, like back in old, like journey into mystery Thor.
1: The original, original origin story of Thor.
0: Right. So this is in the 60s, right? So this is like 62. Uh, according to Wikipedia, and I like look this up to get the details. This is a Wikipedia. I'm not even really going to like paraphrase. there's read what how Wikipedia describes this. Mm -hmm. Thor's father, Odin, decides his son needed to be taught a lesson in humility and consequently places Thor, without memories of his godhood, into the body and memories of an existing, partially disabled human medical student, Donald Blake. That'll teach him. You with me? (laughs) That'll (laughs) teach him. Now that's parenting. (laughs) For the win. Um, After becoming a doctor and on vacation in Norway... Blake witnesses the arrival of an alien scouting party. He flees from the scene. He doesn't want to see the aliens. He flees from the aliens into a cave. There... Hobbles.
1: Hobbles. Yeah, yeah, it
0: it was not a fast escape. After discovering Thor's hammer, Mjolnir... You can't pronounce that. No one can pronounce it. He can't. The, The hammer is disguised as a walking stick. He finds it, strikes it against the rock, and he transforms into
1: the Thunder god. Was it disguised, or was he just using it upside down? <laughs> oh, oh, if I turn it around, it's a hammer. Oh, I thought it was a walking stick.
0: Thor defeats the aliens, and then he shares a double life with his alter ego. Um. I mean, it's a disabled man who finds the, the hammer by accident, even though he was, like, his... I don't know, being or, or some of his sentience was already placed in that same guy anyway?
1: Like, what? I mean, what is... Why was the hammer there? Was the hammer just, just there? We don't know. Like, was
0: Odin trying to, like, teach the hammer a lesson as well? <laughs> You're going to be a walking stick. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, so, so here's what that, that amounts to, right? Yeah. If you rephrase that, yeah. a man who was half-disabled man, half-Thunder God, accidentally... Finds his weapon yeah. slash walking stick yeah. while hiding from aliens.
1: Yeah, sounds like a shitty movie. It's, movie. it's, it's a shitty the worst Sunday movie. And 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 here's here's the other thing is like whoever wrote this or does it say who wrote this original travesty of an origin who wrote story? The story? Yeah, who who originally developed this?
0: Um, look, keep talking and I'll tell so, you who it is. So
1: it, it to me it's like. They're like, okay, okay, Norse God. That's my Stan Lee voice. Norse God. A lot of pockets. You know, it's going to be great. It's like you could have just gone with Norse God. You didn't have to create any extra story, but they felt they had to tie it together with somebody that human beings, human young men readers could be sympathetic with. So he's like disabled guy. Yeah, that'll do it. And so it's like it's like you you didn't need any of that. You could have just been like Norse God comes to Earth and messes some aliens up and we would have been fine. But no, we got to like get this super convoluted, just weird walking stick alien story to throw in there on top of it.
0: Yeah, it was uh, Stan Lee is credited with creating it. And Larry Lieber, L-I-E-B-E-R, he wrote it.
1: It's like they saw a picture of Thor and like that'd be a great comic book character. I wonder what his origin story is. Let's make it up. Off of the picture yeah, well, that we're looking at. <laughs> well, yeah. Why not just make it a? I, I don't know. I don't know. Makes no sense. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce off that to another early weird finding thing in cave story with. <laughs> with <laughs> that was like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was it was weird. They like they they couldn't get a, get away from it. So this this character, a DC character called okay. Shazam, and it was a kid wanders into a cave, finds a wizard, and the wizard gives him a ring. And the wizard says, anytime you say my name, which is cr- creepy for any old man to tell a little boy,
0: <laughs> you will turn into a
1: superhero when you wear the ring and say my name. And that name is Shazam. And he turns into a Superman rip off. But for some reason, he's still around. He's still a big character. Like, he mm-hmm. still has comic books and, and has a new series that is actually the new Shazam is actually pretty good. The most recent one? Yeah, the most recent one. is isn't bad. It's about a, a kid... Uh, I think the kid's in a wheelchair. <laughs> they love giving disabled kids powers. I mean, hey, good on you, man. Um, but yeah, Shazam was just a, a Superman knockoff with an even w- just a worse origin story wizard in a cave. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But hey, back in the day, you could wander into caves and find some amazing things from old men, apparently. um, Here's one. Why don't you dive into to one of the ones who's, who's, who's another staple but had a strange beginning, the big green guy himself.
0: So here's here's my thing with uh with, with with the Incredible Hulk. First of all, well, okay. So his his actual origin is Bruce Banner is like Bruce Bannering being a a, a scientist. He's They're a gonna test pins. this gamma bomb, yeah. And he sees some dildo jerk kid screwing around <laughs> on the test field, and like granted, the U.S. government. Especially in comic books, is not the most put-together shit. But, like, <laughs> there's people running, physically, like, driving and running around on the place where you're testing a new bomb.
1: Like, hey, Billy, you want to go see what this thing is? What's that? It looks like a bomb. What should we do? We can <laughs> go touch it. Let's <laughs> go look, touch it. Come on.
0: He's over there.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, Bruce Banner goes out to save him. The gamma bomb goes off, doesn't hit Rick Jones, and hits, hits Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner becomes the Hulk. All right, cool. I got it. I feel like... First of all, the first thing they did with it, in the very, very beginning, mm-hmm. the Hulk only turned into the Hulk at night. It had nothing to do with him getting angry, and he was like dark gray. Then At
1: night? He was a werewolf Hulk?
0: Correct. Yeah, exactly. He oh. was werewolf. Um, it had nothing to do with anger. I'm not sure exactly when that changed over, but then they changed it over to be um, to, to, to be the, the angry thing. And I think that might be around the same time as Green. And the way I read it was... Um, Stan Lee was like, well, we don't have any superheroes that are in the green and purple color scheme. So that's just that will be his colors instead of just
1: like gray. Is it not? I I had heard that there was an accident and he just started out gray and he was supposed to be green. But they it was like like a production accident. It was like a printing accident. accident. Yeah. Oh,
0: I don't know. I The story I heard and mm -hmm. I. It was on a special feature of some Marvel movie or some Marvel mm-hmm. cartoon. Stan, I remember it was a Stanley interview where he says that. Mm-hmm. But Stanley is also known for sometimes changing what he says or thinks or who did what or whatever with stuff. So,
1: hello, true believers. Who
0: really knows? But I feel like, <sighs> I guess you wanted your, you wanted your per your 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 starting off guy Bruce Banner. You wanted him to be altruistic. So in an act of selfless. Heroism, he tries to save a guy, and that costs him becoming the Hulk.
1: And that guy grew up and killed Ben Parker. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't.
1: But how funny would that be? I feel like
0: that's a good enough story, I guess. But then, you know, Rick Jones comes into play numerous times throughout the the Marvel Who's Universe. Rick Jones? In um, What? Who's Rick Jones? He ends up becoming a Bucky for some point, or a Nomad. He, he keeps becoming new, different superheroes. For a while, he was supposed to be like... Um, the Hulk conscience trying to help out with that kind of stuff. He has – he keeps coming up. Um, so he's like Hulk sidekick
1: for the most part.
0: Yes, and I believe at one point he becomes either a Hulk or a Hulk-like. Hulk Red, Hulk uh, – Yeah, he's like some, of some sort of Hulk, I think. Um, tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's true. But he um, – I feel like if, if I was put in charge of that storyline – and I admit I have not read very many Hulk comics, but the ones I read are all the same fucking story over and over again yeah. – it would be cool to have a regular guy who tried to do what he thought was right and he got boned for it. Like he becomes the incredible Hulk, which is not a superhero, he's a monster and mm-hmm. he's, you know, followed and relentlessly chased to the ends of the earth because of this thing that he can't control. It's not something he asked for. Not only is it not something he asked for. He tried to help someone else and that's how he got it. Yeah. I feel like that would be cool if when Hulk had either Hulk had lucid thoughts, or if you're a Bruce Banner, talk about like shit. The last time to a ha- time I tried to help somebody, I got fucked over. Yeah, have him back away from the spotlight because of that. And again, maybe there's a bunch of stories that do take that into account, but I haven't well, read many. It seems like they every don't seem like a,
1: every time we revisit the Hulk, he's in hiding somewhere, being like, oh, "I'm just trying to not get angry, you guys." And 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 I love the hulk in the avenger movies i think they did a great job like it's finally like the hulk's feeling like a real sure. a real force and 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 it's tough because it, he's an allegory for you know anger he's a very jekyll and hyde character but it's really hard when your character's emotional cadence is one note right and it's just i'm angry Right. So, like, all the comics become a anger management class put in comic book form. Right. And not to say that the character isn't bad. I mean, the Hulk's badass. He's this giant monster. But they've had to take him to some weird, pretty weird places to get him interesting. Like, put him on a planet full of Hulks. Put him on... Yeah, know, exactly, yeah, exactly. You know, um, so, so not... You know he he's always a good character, but it's hard for him to carry his own book in a way that isn't just constant anger management tropes popped into a Jekyll and Hyde storyline. Right. Um, so, moving on from from the Hulk, we'll, we'll stick it. We'll stick in the Marvel Universe one of one of Hulk's co co heroes. I, I want to talk about Captain America. Okay, I'm, I'm putting him on my on my shit list because wow, a yeah. lot of people yeah i know a lot of people are now, not going to agree with that and here's the thing I, I like i like captain america as you know this he's a, he's a great poster boy as as this this wonderful american hero um but his origin story of hey kids i signed up for the army and was turned into a super soldier with some super invasive horrible experiments oh. and then they paint it off as a good thing like hey kids join the army Ta-da. Are you and too like, skinny? Drink this. <laughs> drink this. <laughs> Let's prod around that body for a little bit. Let's get your ribs all uh, just jabby with needles. But like, and in the first episode, we talked about Wolverine as being a, a cool origin story. And his is very similar. But he shows the, no, you you can't experiment on me. You know, this is, this is, you can't, you can't rip my bones out, turn them into metal. As cool as that made me. Like he goes nuts and kills everybody. Sure. But Captain America paints you know, horrendous government experimentations on human as a plus.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. And I, I, I agree with that. There's a really great, um, story arc called streets of poison. Yeah. That has, it, that it talks about that. And it's a very big nineties anti-drugs type of story. But in it, they say one of the main characters says, you know, they're talking about drugs and captain America is like, you should not take drugs. Drugs are bad. And someone is like, but captain America, you are captain America because of drugs. Yeah. He's like,
1: oh! But the government mm-hmm. told me I could take these drugs. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. Right. Yeah, so it's cool. I mean, and, and Captain America is tough, especially when we live in a time when like people don't trust the government a lot, and like, especially in the '80s when some of this stuff like MK Ultra came out. Not to get all conspiracy theory chemtrail on you, but like, like when they started showing what MK Ultra was, and and for people who don't know, MK Ultra was a government experiment that that was a, a lot of like psychic experiments on people. If you watch Stranger Things. That's based on ideas that MK Ultra was trying to make for real, which is really creepy for the government to be doing this. But it's one of those experiments they had to come forward and be like, Yeah, we got out of hand. Sorry, guys. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> My bad. But it's like the bad side, and Captain America is trying to paint up that sort of thing as like, sweet, this is this is this is why you should sure, join the sure. army. You might turn into a super soldier and fight Nazis, kids. <laughs> which is always funny. And and he's another He's a tough character, much like Superman. He's a tough character to get into because he should be. He's always like the I'm going to do the right thing. But I kind of like how in more recent versions, it's like him trying to do the most right thing and the most American thing often leads him into some high water. Mm -hmm. And uh, at least at least it makes for some complex things when he's not just super good boy soldier, man Um, because you know I know they call Superman the Boy Scout but in Marvel they call Captain America the Boy Scout yeah that's true basically the same thing All right, who's next
0: Uh, let's do let's let's put comic books down for a second let's go to horror movies right. let's talk about Jason Voorhees
1: alright okay classic
0: those movies are so stupid and so (laughs) just the same damn thing but they're fun I love that series I love that series I wish it was a little bit more than what it is the originals you know the the original series not the reboot but uh, it's great and it's fun. You the his first origin. movie. Yeah. And this is a spoiler if you haven't seen the series especially the first movie. If you're but, listening
1: to this, you're getting spoiled all day. Yeah,
0: you should freaking know better, but <laughs> so, you know, you watch the first movie, there's a killer, there's a killer, there's a killer. Bam, it's his mom. It, it's a, it's a mom who lost her son. And you're yeah. like, "Oh, that's fucked up." And you know, in the reveal of who the villain is, it explains who it is and why it is. It gives and, you who and, and the motivation. And
1: and that alone might put it on a on a good origin story list. Right. That by itself but they couldn't leave well alone. They well, smelled she, money. Yeah, well,
0: in the sequel, because because that yeah. movie ends right, and she's like, ah, they killed my son, and now I'm killing teenagers because mm-hmm. that's how I deal killing with my Kevin problems. She's killing <laughs>
1: Kevin Bacon's left
0: and right. She does. So that happens, right? Yeah. And <laughs> then the, the 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 last girl, the final girl, gets in a canoe and is just paddling out because, as mm-hmm. we have just found out, Jason, this evil woman's son, drowned. Uh, he was like a. Special child, he was deformed. Drowned in the water,
1: mm-hmm. the
0: girl escapes the situation partially by jumping in a canoe and starting to float away. And as she's floating away in this lake, what we as the audience assume to be—I don't know if it's a ghost of Jason Voorhees or if he's still alive or if he's some sort of supernatural being—but he pops out of the lake and pulls her under. Then she wakes great up moment. in the hospital. Yeah. Was that
1: great moment? Oh, it's
0: a—it's a great scare. It's a yeah. really good scare. And like. Many horror movies, even to this day, you don't need to explain every goddamn thing. And he pulls her under. She wakes up in a hospital bed and says, oh, what happened to the boy Jason, the one that pulled me under? And no one knows what she's talking about. And the movie ends like that. That's super, super cool. Then the next movie, Friday the 13th 2, Jason, at the beginning of the movie, finds that same girl in her apartment way away from Camp Crystal Lake, kills Mm -hmm. her. And then starts killing off more camp counselors, which is like fine.
1: I'm okay with that. But he's a little boy who is apparently didn't die. Like it's like they. Well, the end of the
0: first movie, he is still a boy. In the next one, he is a man.
1: But in the first movie, they make very clear that he died. They make very clear, like in the first movie. Yeah, in the first movie, the mom's like, "My boy Jason died. You killed him. You killed him." And then the second movie, they're like, "No, it was like dead-ish. He's dead-ish. He's alive." And they just they jump through such hoops to make this guy come alive. And then about what is it, the fifth movie? They're like, "Fuck it, he's a zombie," because
0: <laughs> well, yeah, he keeps coming back. And like he keep like, the second one, the second one he's got a pillowcase on his head.
1: <laughs> yes, he has a <laughs> pillowcase <laughs> on his head. There's I said pillowcase. that and realized
0: and, like if anyone has not seen the movie, everyone's like, "Wait, did I hear what he just?" Said? Yeah,
1: he wears a, a, a pillow pillowcase. Case? It's it's. I mean, and this is where the origin story goes to shit. Cause the first one, like, if you left it as he was a ghost and his mom tried to avenge him, that's pretty rad. I'd put that in our first podcast as being a great origin story. Sure. And then the second one, he's like, I gotta pillowcase some man, and I'm not dead, I'm alive, and I am half leatherface idiot man and <laughs> You know, and 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 it, that's where it just falls apart. They just couldn't figure out what he was because they had already blown their their origin load on this on this first movie. Uh, th- th- yeah, and I feel like, well, he
0: keeps he keeps coming back. Yeah, which I'm 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 fine with. <laughs>
1: and i guess it gets struck by lightning
0: <laughs> they yeah 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 so you're like okay yeah lightning obviously makes things live again we know that from frankenstein and other shit so like okay cool fine that's fine um but then you're like why uh i guess it's a it's good that they don't try to explain yeah really why he is what he is or why he can't be stopped yeah if we can go on a a slight tangent yeah essentially the same movie but with a different mask.
1: Uh-huh. Halloween. Halloween. Right. That whole series I got a tidbit for you. Okay, let you me wanna, hear. It. Uh, yeah, you want to hear a tidbit? Okay. I do. Halloween was supposed to be a Black Christmas sequel. But
0: the fir- the original Halloween?
1: And so the original Black Christmas, which is a even more prototype of slasher movies. Oh, for movies, sure. Yeah. That director has made a statement recently on on, uh, an interview that he and John Carpenter were talking. He's like, would you like to do the sequel to Black Christmas? And they kind of laid it out. And it was basically the guy from Black Christmas escapes from prison, goes back home and starts murdering people on a different holiday. And John Carpenter had this script called Halloween, which was about murdering babysitters. And they were like, oh, good, good, good. But it never went anywhere. And now I don't know if John Carpenter would would admit to this and be like, yeah, 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 we had the conversation and there was an idea <laughs> yeah, swirling yeah, yeah, around. Yeah. John Carpenter strikes me as a guy who just says, fuck that to everything and you know does his own thing, makes awesome horror movies. But but the original director of the first Black Christmas has stated that Halloween is a spiritual successor to Black Christmas. That's pretty cool. That's pretty and cool. We, we'll have, we, should, we
0: should have a whole a whole episode about stuff like that, but Black Christmas is one of my all-time favorites. I know that Halloween is hailed as one of the first slasher movies, and it's it is, yeah. and I understand it as the foundation and a cornerstone of a lot of that genre. Mm-hmm. But I don't really care about it on a personal, like deep level, as yeah. far as like how awesome it is. It's okay, but Black Christmas, I love that movie. Yeah. That movie is actually like Black Christmas scary. is really cool. Yeah. Um, but to to go back to Bad Origins, yeah, the first one. We find out in Michael Myers. We find out that Michael Myers is a kid. Yeah, kills his sister. Mm, we don't she's know just gang. why. He, My crazy. Just gang. She's banging some dude. Yeah, he, he hates. He waits for them both to yeah. finish, which is like, I guess, kind of nice. He's courteous.
1: Stab! Stab! And then, stibby, stibby, stibby.
0: <laughs> and then the parents come home and are like, Michael, what are you doing with that knife and blood? And then they send him to Crazy Town, <laughs> yep. and he escapes from Crazy Town yep. and comes back to the house to kill people and we don't really know why
1: the worst child psychiatrist ever starts hunting him down (laughs) and and this guy's in all these movies and he's always like michael's just a force of evil now if you have a child who has some mental difficulties and you have a psychiatrist and you're like doctor what can you tell me about my son's condition he is an abomination of evil fire that guy fire that guy because regardless of truth or false that guy is the type of person that ends up chasing your son around with a gun and he's going to shoot him, regardless of whether your crazy kid wears a, ma- a William Shatner mask or not. Like, this Loomis guy is such a – such a, you know, somebody needs to arrest him. He would have been arrested, but everybody who's like, what are you doing chasing this guy with a gun? He's like, he's an abomination of evil. They're like, oh, OK, we'll help
0: you. <laughs> uh, well, all right. OK. Um,
1: What happens later in Michael Myers' life?
0: Well, I mean, like you get – the the first two movies, he's just this thing. And yep. the first movie we don't know why he's come back. I think it's the second one. We 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 figure out that the, the girl from the first one yeah. that he's trying to kill Jamie Lee Curtis, yep. we figure out she's related to him in the second one. Yeah, it which becomes like, a weird theme. You're like, okay, and you're like, okay, so he tried to kill he killed his sister in the first one, now he's trying to kill this new chick, and I think it's I think she's also his sister.
1: He hates babysitters.
0: <laughs> he does hate babysitters, that's for He's sure. But you're like, babies. okay, that's that's fine. I don't you don't need to explain more to me than that. I get it. Then later on they keep adding shit to it and it just keeps getting more and more out, outrageous and outlandish yeah. and it eventually becomes like there's this evil cult and like there's like evil cowboy in the cult and they are using him as his instrument of evil to try to get what they want. But they, I don't think they try to retcon really hard about like why they were killing his sister or anything.
1: <laughs> what do they want? I don't. It's it's, <laughs>
0: it's kind of unclear, and they try to do a reveal of like who's involved in the in the cult and who's not. And you're ultimately like, I don't really care. It doesn't really make a difference. Some men
1: just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what they want it to be like, I guess. And like, he's trying to kill his right before you find out there's a cult bullshit. He's trying to kill his niece, who's like a young girl, like a six or seven, maybe he a seven hates or eight his year family. old. And you're like, why, why? And then like, oh, because of this cult. And you're like, but well, why would not that little girl dead? Who gives a fuck?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it makes no difference. And then to take the little girl. He doesn't kill the little girl, but for two movies, he's been trying to kill the little girl eventually they get that girl and like impregnate her or something. And her baby is supposed to be like the next Michael Myers, like their next instrument of evil. But like, ultimately you're like, and again, this is like the fifth or sixth or seventh movie in the franchise. So yeah. like, all right, you're a horror movie about a guy to live Shatner mask. Like <laughs> how much do I really expect you to like make sense and tell me shit? But you're like, you want to at least be coherent. And at that point you're like, Jason's over here. Doing the same bullshit with yeah. no explanation and yeah. I'm enjoying it more.
1: Yeah. I don't need a
0: fucking cult.
1: Yeah. Just kill people. They're just trying to figure <laughs> it out. And just about that time Bus A Bus shows up and like drop kicks Michael Myers out a window. I mean, it, yeah, those movies got ridiculous. And I mean he is one of the most classic faces because of you know, the mask is just super classic, but sure. it's it's lazy. Sorry guys. The first movie's kinda cool, but yeah, when you try sorry and, guys when you try and retcon it into some bullshit, you just get lazy. So I'm gonna I'm gonna move on, move on to. <laughs> we kind of did a double header there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, I know. We, Started we had, on Jason Voorhees and moved into Michael Myers. We weren't Myers. sure where
0: we were gonna go with that. And actually, <laughs> I have another horror. While we were talking about that, I, yeah. I thought of an even stupider horror-related one oh, that yeah? I feel we'd be remiss to not talk about. I don't want do to jump the gun with what you're do saying, it. but if it's on the same level, if it,
1: yeah, leave it. We're in um, horror. Let's do it.
0: Has anybody seen the Leprechaun movies? <laughs> You got Leprechaun 1. The Jennifer have,
1: Jennifer Aniston vehicle?
0: Yep. Uh, yeah, like he said, a vehicle like that took her places. <laughs> you have a, a evil leprechaun whose motivation for killing you is if you steal his gold. Okay, fine. I, I, I'm fine with that. I get it. Um, they don't like shamrocks, four-leaf clovers? Okay. I mean, you took another piece of leprechaun lore and added it to the movie. That Okay, okay fine. But I, don't, I thought
1: they did like shamrocks. I thought that was their whole thing. They got um, one in tucked in his hat, don't they?
0: I, I think real life leprechauns do, oh, but this movie, e- this evil one does not. It's that's kind of like the creators of Thor,
1: Thor. They're like, we've seen a leprechaun. Right. And we just don't, <laughs> yeah, we don't just, get uh, it. So we're just going to
0: make some bullshit up. But like,
1: you're like, I'm I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, if here's some evidence of that. Here's some evidence of that tell them about the shoes, the thing with the shoes. That they, like, that they need to shine shoes? Yeah, for some reason, if you throw a shoe at this leprechaun, he has to shine it. In which, the movie, in
0: the first movie. In the first movie, right.
1: which again tells me these people saw a picture of a leprechaun <laughs> and and read some things and it's like, I'm pretty sure elves shine yeah, shoes say and that. bake cookies. <laughs> but for some reason, this leprechaun can't like, well, I got to shine this shoe. And he, he talks in rhymes constantly.
0: That Well, that's the thing. Yeah. they His origin story is in the you know when you watch our horror franchise yeah the first movie should oh well, that's not true the first movie normally sets up what's happening and what might be happening later yeah Later you can change it to some movies like like Michael Myers. You don't find out all the answers. Even Jason, the first Jason the first Friday the thirteenth doesn't tell us much about Jason. It later goes back and is like, ah, but this was involved too. Mm. And sometimes that's cool and sometimes you fuck yourself. <laughs> Leprechaun <laughs> fucked itself in its little green booty hole. Yeah. But it's like <laughs> it's the first movie, they defeat him by shooting him essentially with a, a um a four-leaf clover. The second one there's some sort of candle that was not in the first one, and if the candle gets destroyed, he gets fucked up. Yeah. The third one, which was the Las third Vegas. One. Oh yeah, the Vegas one. That's Isn't there a the robot in I... that
1: movie where like the robot kills somebody or like? This
0: one, he has got a little car.
1: <laughs> okay, yes, he's got beep, the beep. little car. Yeah. The this Vegas one, he terrible. He rhymes almost the whole time,
0: and you're like, did why? he not
1: rhyme in the first one? No. What?
0: Not not and the third one he rhymes almost all the time. It's yeah. little limericks.
1: Yeah.
0: Which uh little known fact, me and Rumi used to write limericks on our refrigerator making fun of each other yes. back and forth. Yes. we find like a stupid picture and make fun of it to each other. <laughs> um But that was a whole thing in the third one. The fourth one, he goes to space, Ugh. and that's technically in the future. Yeah. But it doesn't really mention any of the other shit and doesn't go into it. Yeah. Then the fifth one. If in I'm the not hood. mistaken, the fifth one is Leprechaun in the Hood.
1: Yeah. And
0: that one, there is a... Oh, God. <laughs> he starts <laughs> as a statue with yes. a necklace around his neck. Yeah. And if you take the necklace around his neck from around the neck of the statue, mm-hmm. he wakes up and becomes a real Leprechaun again. Mm-hmm. There's also a little flute that if you play it, people will like listen to you and buy what you're selling. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even going to... I, I explain how that involves the plot but the well you gotta put the necklace back on him to get him to be a fucking statue again Ugh. and then leprechaun six is back then it's back to the hood and two is the number two because the hood ones wanted to be their own shit i guess
1: now now leprechaun in space is 1997 wow, wow. and that took back, place in the future back of to time. back back to back in the hood like, it went from the hood and then back. They didn't go anywhere else in between. They said, man, that that formula works so well in the year 2000, in 2003. We'll go back to the hood. Why not?
0: Back number two, the hood. And then that one, I think, the two hoods had similar bullshit in them. But otherwise, yeah. throughout that thing, they just keep being like, well, what if he had a special necklace? And they're yeah. like, do we care that there have literally been four movies where he's been completely necklace-less? Ne- necklace Ne- yeah yeah necklaceless is that a weird word
1: Did, do you see the title of the one that came out in 2014 leprechaun origins. origins so so okay. i haven't even seen origins
0: it's terrible and oh and it really is not i don't know that it's supposed to be the same thing because it's not the same creature and it makes i mean they use the same creature in the other ones but didn't follow their own fucking recipe anyway so, so wait leprechaun Origins. it's part of the franchise right It looks like it is based on the movie poster. Other than that, I never looked into it. It's just terrible. It has nothing to do with anything, and it's more of a creature than a a little person in makeup.
1: Oh my gosh. It's terrible. 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 It's terrible. (laughs) Terrible. You're right. He's a he's like a real gremlin in this one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Again, people who are like, we don't really know what leprechauns are. There's a leprechaun on every box of cereal. (laughs) It's just yeah. lucky charms. Like your
0: your your research could have been just going to Ralph's and and walking down the cereal right. aisle.
1: Right, and and like, you know, the Warwick Davis Leprechaun is is a is a he's a, I mean he's a pretty good critter for what it is. Yeah, but, as a horror movie character. But those movies just could never get on the same page about what the hell they was couldn't going get on, on their own page. No, they yeah. couldn't figure it out. It's like each movie was yeah. like, "Hey, remember that last movie?" Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh, this is how you do it. -uh. (laughs) Nuh-uh. You know, it's like every person just couldn't figure out what the... I just found a picture of the leprechaun in the hood smoking a bong.
0: (laughs) Is it... When you say picture, is it a photograph? It's a
1: photograph. Nice. We'll have to put that on the Facebook page. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Now, since, since one of the leprechaun movies is in space... I'm going to transition into into one of my favorite comic book characters, franchises, the Fantastic Four. And they land on my shit list of origin stories because <laughs> and I might be I might be the only fan of Fantastic Four. I might. I don't I've never met another Fantastic Four fan. Everybody's like, no, they suck. And their <laughs> movies have people been
0: over 60 years old.
1: Yeah, right. Their <laughs> movies have been garbage. But the Fantastic Four the reason their origin lands on my shit list is because they didn't understand how space worked. And, and Rumi, Rumi, why don't you give us a little space race history with this one?
0: I'm uh, a Russian man, a Russian astronaut orbited the earth in 1961. A cosmonaut. A cosmonaut. that's true. In, uh, in April, we followed in May. We sent a guy around the world, uh, in orbit of the, of the, of the earth in May of 1961. And Fantastic Four number one came out in November yep. of 61. So this was later. roughly six months yeah. after the first two people ever went into ever space. went
1: into space. And they – their hypothesis was going to space deformed you into a superhuman with just a wide variety of powers. And and Marvel, as, as we mentioned in the first episode, Marvel – the Human Torch originally was a robot – who could catch on fire. And then Marvel is like, no, we like this character, but now he's going to be a guy who caught some gamma rays and came back on fire. They pulled
0: the old leprechaun (laughs) redo. Yeah,
1: they just redid it. You know, and and you get the thing and Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Woman. They all have different powers. They're Marvel's first family. Now, their origin story is just like, we just don't understand how space works. And it's so so up in the air about what actually happens when you go into space, we'll just say superpowers and run with it. Now, the reason I am a huge Fantastic Four fan is because whereas Batman and Spider-Man and and all these guys are, are earth based sort of superhero powers. Mm -hmm. Fantastic Four was always hard sci-fi. Like they had time travel and they had interdimensional portals and they fought aliens and it was a very extra dimensional threat as opposed okay. to Batman and Superman and all these other guys that were more more based on earth and did earth things fantastic four would travel through time and go to the moon and 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 travel in spaceships and and that was always cool to me and that's why you know, I, I I still still have a place in the heart for me, but okay. <laughs> their origin story was like, wait a second. We've been to the moon since then. Isn't it time to kind of wreck on that? And I'll say the most recent travesty of of cinema that Fantastic Four shout out um, actually <laughs> did a great job trying to do something different. They were like, OK, in this one, Reed Richards knows how to open portals to different dimensions and teleport. And and by going into a different dimension, it causes them to develop superpowers when they come back. And I was like, that's that's a better origin story. I like that. I can get behind changing the origin story when the origins original origin story was still, well, if you go into space, your God's going to crush it. You know, just people didn't know. People had no clue what was going on. So I love that they tried to bring that into a new a new place. The second that origin story was told and they came back to Earth and had superpowers, that movie just dived into shit creek, (laughs) just head first, dived into shithole. But I like the idea and I like that they went for something different. And I think that Fantastic Four should keep going for that, because right now the Fantastic Four basically don't exist. All the characters have split off and gone into different areas and, and, and they don't really have a running comic line anymore. But, you know, here's hoping.
0: Here's as far as hope is concerned. Do you think that some crazy shit happened to that Russian and that American that went up into space that we don't know about? Yeah. And that's why they came up with the idea for the Fantastic Four. Like those people came back and they were like, I got rock skin. Like, all right. I'm not going to tell anybody, but we'll make a comic book about you.
1: <laughs> well, there's all those pictures. They quarantined them after they came back. They, they actually uh, yeah, quarantined them because they were like, well, we don't know if you got any space lice, man. <laughs> so, you know, they literally didn't know what was going on. So, I mean, I'm sure you saw pictures of them in the quarantine being, like, greeted by the president. And then it's like, why is he in a quarantine? What do you got going on there, government? What's and they're like, no, no, we're not going to tell you. <laughs> Does he have rock skin? Tell us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, they, like, They, like, kept putting things, like, further and further away to see if the guy had to get up to pick it up or if he could just stretch his arm out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like... Can you? Do I need to congratulate you or can you read my mind? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's stay in space. You want to stay in space and talk about a very controversial uh, one that I'm going to propose here? Yeah, let me hear it. I think as far as origin stories go, one of the worst is Darth Vader. Okay,
0: I I, I think I know where you're going with this, but s- say your piece and I'll tell you what so, I think.
1: So here's Darth Vader in the first three <laughs> movies. He's this just ultimate villain and the first three
0: movies that were made not the first three yes yes
1: in the in the in the new hope empire return of the jedi fame okay darth vader is in my opinion the greatest villain just the greatest the helmet the look the power the voice everything darth vader is you can't get much better villain wise and then they, again, Meyer' complaint is like, well, we want to know more about him, so let's wreck on the shit out of it. And the prequels came along, and we got to see him be a whiny kid, and that just that just ruins anything. Go back in time and meet any of your heroes as a child, and you're not gonna like them very much. I think it's just it was just poor choice.
0: Okay. The whiny, yeah, the whiny little kid blows the shit, and it's it's it goes back a little bit. It's probably an even more extreme example than telling us too much about Wolverine's backstory. Mm-hmm. It's like we hear from Obi Wan, yeah, who is one of the main sources of inspiration for us, the audience, in the first couple mo- the original movies, right? Um, he says that essentially Vader had like a fall from grace. He, yeah. he he was corrupted by the power of the dark side. Right. We don't even know fully what the dark side is.
1: We get to see him corrupted by acne breakouts. <laughs>
0: It's, yeah, it's a stupid little kid who we don't give a fuck about. They, I mean, the worst is, like, at that point, everyone watching that movie knows that, that kid grows up to be Darth Vader. Yeah. And the movie's like, this is his mom. And you're like, okay. And they're like, she's important. And you're like, why? And they're like, don't worry about it. And then he just whines. Then the movie start. the next movie happens, the Attack of the Clones happens. And so much bullshit has gone on between the two movies that we don't even hear about, let alone like it's a what? they like, so many things are one liner of like, remember yep. when this happened? Remember when this happened?
1: Yep. Fuck that. And 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 here's the thing, and and I don't mind people wanting to tell origin stories of their of characters that we like. I, you know, there's there's a, a character that is I really like and a really famous one is Captain Nemo. The the captain sure. of the Nautilus and 20,000 leagues under the sea. Mm-hmm. And then they tried to give him an origin story. It's like, I mean, it. how much of it matters? Like how much do we need to know? And, and, and the thing is, if you do it right, it's awesome. Right. Like, like retconning an origin story isn't necessarily a bad thing. It can pay off in spades. Right. I'll have to think of an example, but when you try and go back to, and re-engineer this character up into something that's already been created. Like, by the time Return of the Jedi happens, Darth Vader is this mythical legend of evil bad guy. Like, just, I mean, one of the greatest villains on screen. Mm-hmm. And then trying to say, well, how did we get to this point? You really have to sell that to sure. get to the mythical level that he was. And, I mean, we could probably have six or seven hours of why the prequel sucked but the biggest thing is you tried to explain way too much about a character that really just needed to show how the dark side corrupted him.
0: Right. And I, I, I feel like I feel like we as an audience didn't need, need didn't need to see that. Like that didn't need to be what the prequels mm-hmm. were about. It didn't need to be about Darth Vader. Yeah. But if you're gonna do it, you gotta make it good. He's important to the series and like if you fuck it up, you fucked it up. Like why why do it that way? Yeah. And I feel like the same thing... I felt this the Emperor had the same treatment in that. Yeah. You see him as a hologram in Empire, and then you see him in Jedi, and he's this old man who doesn't use a lightsaber. Yeah. He's not worried about Luke. He's not worried about Vader. He's not worried about the entire Rebel Alliance outside of his current location.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not worried about any of it, because he's so fucking powerful, and his face is all deformed. I just assumed... And I think, like, my dad and I talked about this when I was a kid, that he was just so festering with dark energy and force and hate Mm -hmm. that it was corrupting his body to a physical level. That's why he was an old man. Yeah, it was like a creepy old man walking with a walking stick. It was great. He doesn't need to be fucking flipping around with a lightsaber like that.
1: Why? why? You're showing me too much, and you're making it stupid. Oh, my God. And did we need to see where C-3PO was made? No. Why did he have to be tied to Darth Vader? No, yeah,
0: right. Oh, did, it makes no sense. No, yeah, yeah,
1: no, 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 no. But um, Do you want to see where Boba Fett came from? Yeah? Well, we're going to make it stupid. <laughs> well,
0: Damn you know it. what stormtroopers are, right? Yeah, oh and my you're god. Like, no, yes.
1: stop it. Stop it.
0: <laughs> they didn't even... Not only did they, they ruin like, what Darth Vader was, but they ruined the fucking force.
1: Yeah.
0: Like... Never mind, we're not going to, that'll be a whole issue of a whole sh- six or seven podcasting thing. Ever. <laughs> all right, all
1: right, here's an interesting one. Retconning your favorite characters into a history. Young Indiana Jones. Thumbs up, thumbs down.
0: The TV show? Or the the, yeah, book you remember the
1: TV show? Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think?
0: I might get flack for this, but I was not a huge Indiana Jones kid. Uh-huh. I was way more a Han Solo kid. Yeah. With my adult brain, I think it's cool if you. I I think it's cool if it's done well. Yeah. And I remember seeing that and think it was a fun series. I just didn't care about it on a personal level. Okay. I remember reading more of the books. There was a Indiana Jones, young Indiana Jones book series. I read as a kid more so than um, seeing the movie, uh, seeing the TV show as an adult. But I did like it. What did What did what did you think?
1: So I think it's a good example of of retconning that doesn't change the character. Like it gives him all these extra experiences that might be considered far fetched. Sure. But. It's not like you're going in and saying like. It's just him getting into more trouble. It's more of the same. Yeah. Just in a different time period, which which might be a cheap sell, a cheap way to just kind of sell character, you know, stories. Yeah. But it didn't change him as the character. It didn't try to explain more about him. It just tried to show him having adventures, and and sure. that to me is like, you know. Every James Bond movie is basically that. It doesn't change the character. The character is always the same. James Bond is always the same yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good
0: thing. We good just comparison. get to see
1: more adventures of him. And they kind of are, they don't really have a, chron, you know, they don't really have an order. They could be anywhere in time and space and place. And they just, here's James Bond doing this. Let's see what lens James Bond can do this through. Sure. And I don't think that works for Darth Vader. But, you know, Indiana Jones, the young Indiana Jones stories show you an origin without changing the character or without trying to add too much to a character that doesn't exist. Um, it kind of turns him into a sort of a, a a ruffian Forrest Gump, but yeah, it's still kind of (laughs) fun. I I get that. I get that. (laughs) All right. Coming back to earth. I'm going to, I'm going to give one of my complaints is again, talking about when we talked about fantastic four, we just didn't understand what space was. So it gave you superpowers. I feel like this is in a lot of older comic books. And Mm. since the movie at the time of this recording had just been released, Dr. Strange, um, iron fist, the shadow. These are all characters. These are all characters that get their powers from the mystical far East. And it's like, they just don't understand. So it's like, where can they go to get magical powers? it's like the far East just becomes this cure all for if you go there you come back with magical powers, period. <laughs> As we understand As we understand it. If you go to China or Tibet and you climb in some mountains, you will find a magic temple that will give you magical powers. And, and all these comic books are purely based on white guy going to Far East, <laughs> Southeast Asia, getting magical powers by meeting a guru or finding a temple or a talisman or something. And it's mm-hmm. just, again, like... We don't understand that culture, so it must be magic. It's right. like, you know, it's like Batman gain, gains his power from going to, you know, Wichita, Kansas, and then he comes back. Like, And I know that just doesn't sound as good, so we need somewhere that seems mystical. Matt's breaking things, tearing Sorry, up the set. You're destroying the launch pad. <laughs> Fixed it. <laughs> you fixed it. Good job. <laughs> but it's just like, if you don't understand something, turning it into, ma- sudden, suddenly it's magic just always seems like such a scapegoat. <laughs>
0: I agree. I, ha- I hate that trope of like, and you can tell there's big catch-alls like that. Like yep. magic is one. Yep. Radiation is another one. Toxic although, waste. Yeah, although that is a little bit less, less, I don't know, egregious to me than like space or like magic or like foreign kind. Like why is, I hate the, the trope of like, oh, I went to a sensei and he taught me all this shit. Yeah. Like one guy taught you all this shit. How long did it take you?
1: It, well, right. How long did it
0: take you, right. him to explain to you the secrets of this, whatever this is? I mean,
1: like the modern equivalent would be like, I went to the mall and studied taekwondo with my sensei. For, you know, now I'm a master. <laughs> and it's like, I get it. I get it. But it's like it, it, in this day and age, it's, it's ignorant, which makes it kind of. Borderline racist in a hilarious way. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and then he came back and he was really good at math. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And today's and like I know with science and today, it's really hard to have a a mystical land. At this point, it's like James Cameron goes to the deepest point in the ocean and comes back with superpowers. It's like that would be the equivalent <laughs> at this point. It's like where where don't
0: we know? Yeah, what do we not know about? What do we not know about?
1: And it's like mm.
0: <laughs> Asia. I know. Yeah, radiation, we know a bunch about. Yeah. Yeah. The there's, ocean, I guess. There's
1: there's not yeah, we go to the deep deepest ocean because what's the the everybody likes to say, well, we've only explored like 1% of the ocean. Mm-hmm. It's like, guess what? It's wet and there's it's deep, you know. You're going to find like, some fish. You're going to find you're some gonna fish. You find some water. But like to me, that is that is one of the places that we don't explore very much as far as like superhero. I mean, you got Aquaman. Well, that's why the caliber of heroes that come out of the ocean
0: <laughs> pretty weak. Aqua heroes are all wet.
1: Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, aqua. I mean, and this is tough. I mean, and Aquaman. I've read some great Aquaman comics. Like when he's in the water fighting water dudes, getting bit up by sharks. Fight an octopus is like it's really cool when he's in his element. But like when he joins the Justice League and they're like, "Hey, we're going to New York to fight this bad guy," and Brainiac's there, and we gotta get get on. And Aquaman's like, "Hey guys, can can we stay closer to the water? Can we can we stay a little bit closer to the ocean so I can so I can help?" <laughs> it's like, come on.
0: <laughs> now I'm try- You got me thinking. Now. I'm trying to think of who's good from the ocean.
1: A good ocean, like S- Submariner. Here was a guy who could only fight Nazis. On submarines and like that was his thing. Like, no, was he world... could fly too. Oh, because he had little wings. He had little saying. wings. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine that?
0: They had this like great. Could you imagine they drew him and they brought the board in on the pitch meeting? They're like, you like, yeah. He's like, he's, he swims in the water. He yeah. talks to Ocean fish. God. He's I'm, like the leader it. of the I'm Atlanteans. I love it. And they were like, um,
1: I like where you're going. I like the whole water aspect. Yeah, but is he stuck in the water? Well, I mean, he's a water god. What, what do you want us to do? I feel like that would
0: be like a limit. Like, like I don't want to just, I, you know, we're, we're coming up with our superheroes now. We need the pantheon of, of who our our main heroes are going to be. I just don't want someone that's stuck in the water. Is there something we can put in his character, in his background, on his body even? To, Come on,
1: boss. This is bullshit. What do you want me to do? Put little little wings on his feet? Little wings on his ankle?
0: That's it. Go fix this sketch. Bring it back in 20 minutes. Wings <laughs> on the feet.
1: <laughs> that's how it happened.
0: He also could breathe air.
1: I mean, that has to have been how it happened. Like, uh, all right, here's your stupid wings. Perfect.
0: <laughs> well, he can't put wings on his back. Then he's gonna look like that's that's the opposite of isn't that the opposite of aqua aqua life is wings on your back. Well, where else could we put them? Well, where else makes sense biologically speaking? <laughs> oh,
1: wings on his ankle. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, it, they like they, they, have, like, the pin the tail on the donkey with little wings, and they, like, put him on his on his knees, and they're like, no, that doesn't make any sense. And they put him on his wrists, and they're like, that could make sense. I mean, he holds his arms up, and he flies around being, like, dangled by his wrists. And like, no, 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 the, pr- the propulsion doesn't work. Let's put him on his ankles. And they're like, perfect.
0: <laughs> you think he should, like, fly, like, upside down,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> he just dangles by his legs. Like, his hair is, like, way Waving in the wind. Just so... Um...
0: <laughs> so I feel like we should do a whole episode on things that we would change about the Submariner.
1: <laughs> I think we should do a whole one on, like, what that pitch meeting must have been like. You know, like, bring to Stan Lee. They're like, here's this great character. And he's like, mm mm Can these, he come out of the
0: water? Let's move these well, wings. yeah, he in. can, like, walk on land a little bit. <laughs> Is he stuck on land and water? Yeah. <laughs> No.
1: <laughs> and, and at no point did anybody offer him more clothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he eventually got a vest. I don't know if he still has the vest. But he, had a, he had a pretty cool black vest. He had a black vest for a while right around the Civil War that looked like um, Burt Reynolds' vest in uh, Deliverance.
1: Deliverance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did did he have have a bow like,
0: they brought like the same people, went to the same meeting. They're like, all right. We have to revamp Namor. And they're like, last time you made me put fucking wings on his ankles. They're like, no, no, this is just gonna be like a wardrobe thing. His upper naked half needs to have something on it.
1: It's the 90s, we're uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, fine, I'll give him a shirt. No, 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 I don't wanna change it that much. That's too much clothing. What's less than a shirt? Like a vest? Yeah, that's fine, but it's gotta look cool. <laughs>
1: then they had a cool
0: vest meeting. They're, They're like Marty the-
1: McFly. I was, that, that's the first one <laughs> I was thinking too.
0: What, what are the coolest vests you could think of? <laughs> Marty McFly, an actual tactical vest. Um, Han Solo vest. Oh yeah, Han Solo vest. Okay. That's okay. not gonna work because it's not. It's they shot those down because the water would fuck up all the vest. Okay, yes. so what's a water what's the only waterproof vest we've ever seen? That black shit that Burt Reynolds had yeah. on in deliverance. And they're like, okay, can we do it without raping Ned Beatty?
1: <laughs> you got purdy ankles. Yep. Yeah, there you go.
0: And by the way, if you're just tuning in, this is our bad origin story podcast is that's what it started at now it's uh now it's namor crossed with the deliverance
1: <laughs> but like before they even got to vest they were like trying to figure out pants issues because namor has always just worn a like scaled snake speedo right and they were like can we put cowboy chaps on him and they're like no 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 how can he fly if he has pants on <laughs> they're like culottes and like no 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 no, no. <laughs> cutoffs no 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 <laughs> Let's just go to a vest, you guys. <laughs> uh, I don't even know Namor's origin. I think he was just a sea god, right? He may have been. I think that's Is he case. one of those like I'm an abomination of, of the Atlantean people because I'm half human and they reject me, but I'm super cool. So I'm going to save them anyway. Um, for a while, he
0: was a villain. He was not. Yeah,
1: he was a... Well, he started out as a hero. He fought Nazis, but he didn't like human beings.
0: No, period. the Nazis fighting was after he was a villain. Oh, I'm pretty okay. sure he attacked. He was a fantastic. No, that his a, case his origin. Was...
1: He was his standalone thing. So like he yeah, just, right. he was Let's one of see. the earliest Marvel characters, and I think his thing was is he just hated human beings, but he fought. Nazis like like that. He was like a Captain America of the water. Like he just fought Nazis because they were bombing his Atlantis.
0: So it looks like 39. He appeared yeah. in 39. Namer was an enemy of the United States. He was a freak mm-hmm. in the service of chaos, says this historian. Um, he assaulted civilization. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, so that's true. He just fucking fucked everything up.
1: He hated all people.
0: Um, and he fought the Human Torch, and this I, I did know. He fought the Human Torch that you referenced. The, the robot. robot that was on fire. <laughs> yeah. They fought each other a bunch. Yeah. Then when the U.S. in real life, and I guess in the comics as well, entered World War II, then he helped them. He was part of the invaders eventually. But him and the hum- that same Human Torch fought... Um, fought the the Nazis and actually that's a cool thing it probably could be it's own standalone episode too is I like the idea of superheroes as almost like a Godzilla type thing that we have nothing like we just keep getting fucking stepped on by Yeah, Um, we have no real power to stop it we can just do our best when that shit starts going down yeah that
1: is interesting superheroes are usually shown as good but we don't have any that are like because like it's weird when superheroes are their own thing they don't exist in any other world with other superheroes Like, Mm -hmm. what if we got a Superman comic where it was just a bad guy and trying to figure out how to stop him? Don't take our ideas. (laughs) (laughs) So while talking about these early comics, there is a pantheon of shitty, shitty B-rate superheroes with crappy origin stories and 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 ones that aren't famous. Like we tried to stick to ones that you may have heard of but there's a lot of them that are just comic companies that folded because they couldn't come up with any good characters. Sure, sure. You know, and so here's one that is on every list. If you look up shitty origin stories, this is a character that's on every list. And his name is Bouncing Boy. (laughs) And here's a character. This guy's fat. A super wizard scientist guy gives him a bottle of super elastic liquid to take somewhere really important. And the idiot guy ends up drinking it. (laughs) The idiot Because it looks like soda and he's confused and then it can turn him into a giant bouncing ball, which he usually just screws things up with. Like this, this, it's just dumb from start to finish. And you could see why this company may have folded quickly after releasing it. But Bouncing Boy is just a classic example of. You know, every day that you have a superhero that succeeds for every Superman and Batman, there are hundreds of bouncing boys left in his wake (laughs) of characters with just garbage origin stories and just garbage like powers. You know, what's what's matter eating lad? Here's a guy whose main power is I can eat anything. And it's like, what can you do with that, buddy? And they're like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But it's a power. And like If you read X-Men long enough, you run into just a massive revolving door of just shittily powered, shittily conceived mutants of all kinds. Any mutant you can think of. They're trying to do it on X-Men eventually.
0: (laughs) I like when they take a character like that and try to make them fit into today's sophistication of comics and storytelling and stuff. And I like it when it works. Mm -hmm. And you're like, shit, you really made that something that makes sense today. I also love it when it does not work. <laughs> and you're like, nice try, idiot. <laughs> like, I, like, to be fair, I haven't read any of the new Squirrel Girl. Yeah. And apparently it's doing really well and everything. Yeah.
1: Squirrel Girl is a great example of somebody who they were just like, Squirrel Girl, superhero, go. Mm-hmm. Like, they couldn't, they picked an animal, they picked a gender, mashed it together, superhero. <laughs> <laughs> so last on our our list that we have here is a movie. Trying to redo an origin story, and it making for a cool scene. But when you think about it for five seconds, it's like, wait, what? What did you try to do? What? And we're talking about Catwoman from Tim Burton's Batman Returns. So, Matt, can you set up the scene for us? What what what's going on here in the scene when 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 Catwoman? Well, you see, she's at work late. The
0: doors are closed. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm hysterical, and I am not known for my impressions. This is but like you know that was Christopher Walken, right?
1: Christopher Walken meets Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll take it. Christopher Walken was in there. Um, she is at. Uh, uh, Selena Kyle is at um, work late. She works at like a
1: cat food company or something. Newspaper. Thing? She's just it's oh, a she newspaper falls place. into it. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, and she works for um, Christopher Walken, who's just like. Um, He's a bad guy in that, right? He's like a politician bad guy kind of thing.
1: Uh, he, he wants, wants power. He wants to be right? the mayor? Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> and she hears some
0: shit she's not supposed to or something, and he pushes yep. her out a window, mm-hmm. and she lands...
1: It's like, many stories down. Like it's Right, falling. yeah, she yeah. falls
0: way the... Fall, like, two real people death, but comic people
1: yeah yeah so she's lying there dead as fuck
0: yep she lands she lies dead and then a bunch of cats come over and lick her
1: (laughs) (laughs) couldn't have explained it better myself
0: and then she goes back to her apartment Mm -hmm. and she's got like ashen like pale skin so she looks dead and i think she's got like dried blood and shit on her and then she's like I remember as a kid being creeped out by the sexuality of her character, oh, which is yeah, to be she's, expected.
1: She's hyper horny after this point,
0: point. and like ton of cat puns and cat movements and, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: purring and meowing,
0: licking her hands and wiping her hair, her hair and her face with them. Yeah, and then she she makes herself a um, a cat suit out of leather, like yeah, raincoats and shit.
1: Yeah, and and it's one of those things where it's like, yes, yeah, she gets licked back to life. <laughs> she's not a zombie though she suddenly is super skilled at one of the more yeah whips I'm sorry they cut you off there it's one of the more I think skilled weapons like you you can't (laughs) like I I dare anybody I dare anybody to go out pick up a very long whip and and mess with it for 10 minutes you will hurt yourself you will whip yourself at some point and realize that no 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 I don't want to be doing this I don't want to and she just can suddenly do it She's suddenly a perfect gymnast, like like mm-hmm. Olympic caliber gymnast, which I don't think they show her being able to do any of this beforehand. But the magic of either falling <laughs> ten stories, eight story, whatever, and being licked by cats <laughs> brings you back as a world class gymnast whipcracker. <laughs> well, just,
0: I guess if like if if I t- tell you. Mm-hmm. That's you're going to survive a fall mm-hmm. from that height. You'd be like, why? And then I could say, you'll also be good at whips and acrobatics. And you'd be like, <laughs> all right. Shoot I me mean, that I, I guess I can't tell you that's not what would happen well, if that may, happened.
1: Maybe she's really good at acrobatics because when she fell, it just like shattered all her joints. And <laughs> she can just like <laughs> contort her way anywhere she wants to go. But yeah, just one of the more lame, <laughs> lame. And, and, like, it's one of those things, and I'll admit it, you watch the movie and you buy it. But, like, like Batman Returns is one of those movies. You watch it and you buy it as a Batman movie, but then you start thinking about it, you're like, whoa, Batman murders a bunch of people. Like, he starts killing people in that movie. Like, he sticks mm. dynamite down a guy's pants and kicks him off a roof. That's true. <laughs> um, they elect the Penguin as an elected official, which, up until recently, I would have thought that was impossible. <laughs> and... And then the we're cats... recording
0: this on uh, November 12th, 2016.
1: The, <laughs> the cats lick her back to life. But the thing is, all these scenes in this movie are are great. Like you love it and you buy it and it's really creepy. And, you know, Tim Burton, it, it is one of his better outings. But you look back and watch, and you're like, this makes no sense. There's penguins with bombs strapped to their backs. So they can waddle around it's like it just makes just zero, zero sense. <laughs> Still a good movie, though.
0: Yeah, I give you
1: that. <laughs> so, so that's our list. We've gone through them all. Let's pick let's pick the top 3. Let's let's uh start hmm. the launch sequence. What do we got? Who's who's in your top 3 worst origin stories? <laughs> We've added a bunch to it.
0: I'll start out with what I started out with. I'll say Thor, I yeah? think.
1: That original walking stick think, origin story, yeah, Thor. Yeah,
0: let's put a god <laughs> in a god's consciousness and I guess, power somewhat in a disabled dude and will also hide his weapon
1: right and here. also
0: make his weapon transform and then also will put aliens in it? Yeah. Why can't he just, like, later on, they, you know, the new Thor is just Thor. He's yeah. been Thor. He's a god. Yeah. He's from Asgard. Why not just yeah. have that be the case?
1: And 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 they definitely went back and were like, whoops, our bad, guys. But for something, back, back in the early days of comics, they really wanted to muck everything up and make it as complicated as possible mm-hmm. with some dumb side stories and rings and magic words. Um I'm still putting still putting Darth Vader on there.
0: I wouldn't argue with you too hard on that. And that's that's taking to it into account his entire movie mm-hmm. origin yeah at this point.
1: At this point. Yeah. If they had left it alone and 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 I don't I don't, and I don't mind them trying. Like I I really would like to see like some young Darth Vader stuff, but again, you don't need to show me the point of transformation. You don't need to show me the point of birth. You can show me some Darth Vader in between there. And I think that would have been a better story. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. A, a young 20 something Darth Vader and palling around with Obi-Wan Kenobi could have been a fine series of movies. Yes. And then see the jealousy and the anger that sparks. But I don't know if I need to see him get the mask on. Like, Oh, I agree.
0: I thought that, I mean, at that point, <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to tell them how they could have fixed it, but we're gonna be here all day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we can rewrite the prequels another time. Um, so then we need one more person on this list. Who's who's our who's our number who's our number three out of this? I I mean
0: I'm gonna have to go with I would think and I would I don't know if it would be number three, maybe number one would be your bouncing boy. Yeah. I mean first of all, did you need to make a bouncing boy superhero to begin to with? To begin with. Like is yeah. that that's is something that needed to happen. I mean, at this, all?
1: and 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 this is literally a great example of people being like, "Hey, these kids love these funny books these days. We need to come up with a hero quick." And the guy's like, "Oh, I don't know, man." He's like, "You know what people? What people like? Fat people. Let's get them." And he's gonna drink soda. and He's gonna bounce around. It's just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, he's. It, it, it really... I love the
0: artwork for Bouncing Boy. Thank you for bringing it into this picture to this pitch meeting, but we need his origin story. And we need it in four
1: seconds. <laughs> and the guy's holding a bottle of Coca-Cola and he's like, he drinks a elasticity compound, mistaking it for soda. And like, ah, fat people drink anything. Ah. And then that's what they go with. It's some fat shaming at the earliest level. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> I'm so glad this character is not still around.
0: <laughs> Did he die? Is there a death of fat boy? Fat boy? <laughs> is there a death of bouncing boy? Suit uh, a series?
1: I don't know. I don't know how long this comic ran.
0: Uh, can you imagine, like, I'm remembering there was a after the death of Superman, there was a funeral for a friend cover that had all of like the DC's biggest, like, probably like twenty to thirty to forty heroes yeah. on the cover, and Batman was dropping the tattered cape off of the top of the Daily Planet. Yeah, I'm imagining like that cover with fucking dead. <laughs> bouncing boy and all of the characters are like on their phones or talking to each other
1: i'm only here because i'm drawn that way <laughs> yeah. all right so uh between darth vader and thor who's who's uh if bouncing is number one the worst
0: i would think two is thor and Three is Vader, and I would say that just because of who I like. I like those characters in that order.
1: Yeah. That's what I would say. Hmm. Okay. All right. We'll we'll go with it. So, countdown. Three, Darth Vader. Come on, man. You could have done better. Number two, Thor. I'm really glad you turned it around, but the first time you went out, you just mucked the whole thing up. And number (laughs) one, Bouncing Boy. And I think we can use him as a staple for all the heroes that are half-assed and just nobody thought... Well, what do I do past issue one? <laughs> <laughs> well, you ready for blast off?
0: I am. Roomie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> liftoff.
0: We have a liftoff.
1: All right, guys, that's our second episode. We just wanted to take a chance to say thank you so much for listening. We've had such a great response, and we want you to keep listening. Check us out on Stitcher, but you can also listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. We now have a Tumblr, Launchpad Pod.
0: And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at
1: Launchpad Pod. That's right. We have a great episode lined up next when we start talking about toys.